Who would tell the mockingbird his song is frivolous, since it lacks words? Do you think the wren ever dreams of a better house? Mary Oliver. Roger Fingston's poems have appeared in magazines, books, and anthologies over a period of 50 years. A recipient of a poetry fellowship from the National Endowment for the Arts, he has poems in And Know This Place, Poetry of Indiana, published by the Indiana Historical Society Press. His latest chapbook is A Day Marked for Telling, available from Finishing Line Press. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. For the Birds Stepping outside, ten degrees in a backyard gone crunchy with old snow, he carries a failure of popcorn balls stacked like geodes in a metal pan. Not a one worth eating, his wife said. Never again. As he rolls them, lopsided, light in the wind onto the picnic table, he wonders about the sticky threat, the cheap trick of such treats, fearing a ruin of guts and beaks, the imagined carnage still strewn over the lawn come spring. Parrot. Bored in the animal empire, he sits among his kind who nods slit-eyed without a word. Shop girls pause now and then to dance their bright fingernails on the glass. And always the old ones shuffle by, first stop off the bus. One thinks to cure his lethargy with her incessant cooing. On weekends or after school, the children try to make him say what they've been told parrots say. Sometimes he hangs upside down and flashes his thick tongue, which delights them, though he grows tired of it soon enough. And sometimes, in the hour of stars and night fires, which he half remembers, he sails green over jungle forest, eats as he desires fruit or grain, and sleeps his nights in the belly of a tree, then wakes to tiny mirrors of dew before he wakes again to their tiresome grins. Thwarted The gutter peckers are busy this fall day, come up out of the grass, out of the burning trees to feed in the narrow trough, cat poised in the bay window, wide-eyed and born to leap, jaw trembling at the peck and scratch. Her throat constricts to jagged cries when one drops full view, attacking its mirrored self, flashing thud of rust-feathered breast that triggers the upward thrust, claws bared to bring it down, thwarted by the alchemy of glass though just as quick her muscles tense to something new, wind freeing the wingless hues that dip and glide to a tinfoil tap and rustle on the ground below, the seeming echo teasing her ear, firing the green of her eyes. The Little Ones Of course there's majesty, too, the broad wings hanging like dark kites. But it's the little ones we favor, 
a grounded dozen or so gleaning frozen crumbs of suet, seeds, cinders of bread hammered free by the big boys, a rowdy flurry of feathers and snow, the toy quick burst and scratch, though one tosses himself in a red flower box where he stops and stares, a puffed-up squat of thought, a brown study blending in a ragged patch of marigolds. Lost. High in the sun, a plane groans across the sky to keep from falling. Fallen, you lie quiet as moss between tree and water, fish and fowl, the long season of your bones emerging like ribs of stone. Your eyes slowly fill with the black of whatever is melting there. Now and then, your name still echoes off the mountainside and through the forest, sending birds into the air like flares. If ever you felt music was a way of mending things, then tonight you are whole again as the cricket sings in your skin. You've been listening to the poetry of Roger Fingston on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rabinus-Dorsey. What have you been up to lately? Well, as usual, uh, writing poems and making photographs, uh, enjoying, still enjoying my retirement, uh, which I started way back in 1997. Uh, I taught at Bloomington North for 25 years uh, and took uh, early retirement retirement with a lot of other teachers that particular year. So, so the poems that you shared with us, um, are those more recent poems? Uh, most of them are, yes. Uh, and in fact, a few are just very recent uh, within the past uh, several months. Um, a couple or three maybe uh, I dipped into one of my earlier books uh, to choose from, which I like to do now and then uh, and not you know, they're, they're older poems, but I like to think they um, still work <laughs> for me as, as, as well as other people who might hear them. Do you write every day or do you have a certain routine? Um, I do write almost daily uh, and uh, some days are uh, better and, and, and more lengthy in terms of my attention to a poem than others, as you might guess. But, uh, yeah, I give my, uh, my time to poetry almost daily, um, whether it's just staring at a poem for, you know, 10 minutes and making a few changes um, or thinking about something that has been on my mind uh, with regard to poetry. Uh, yeah, it's usually with me on a daily basis. In some of your poems, they seem like there are these these perfectly little crafted ordinary moments, like either between two people or between yourself and some part of nature. And I'm wondering, are, are those moments that, that literally have come from a memory or, or do, you, do you construct them from other things? Well, um, the answer is probably yes and no. <laughs> um, um, 
you know, I'm like a lot of poets, I suppose I'm struck by something I see or hear or, or uh, I hear someone say something that uh, just catches my interest in the perhaps in the odd way it was said and I'm able to take that and go with it. Uh, as a photographer, I'm out using the camera quite often and I've written, um, I've written quite a few poems based on my photography, uh, photographic images. So the visual is, you know, very much there uh, working for me photographically as, as well as, uh, you know, in the poems. And yes, I do. I take things that I hear, I see and, and just use them directly sometimes or once I get into a poem, I'll sort of spin off uh, to a variation of maybe what I've seen or what I've heard. Um, I think that's just typical of what writers and poets in particular do. So are there any uh, big projects that you're working on right now? Well, I can tell you about one that I should be working on. I I mean, I've published several chapbooks over the uh, past 10 years or so, uh, and I haven't had a full-length book uh, since the 80s. And that's what I really should be doing. And it's it's very much on my mind. And I think I'm working up to the point of uh, <laughs> where I'm going to have to start, you know, printing out all those poems and, and thinking about uh, how they might be arranged to make a, a, a book that, that works. And I'm uh, – photographically, I'm, I'm always uh, looking at a few images that I might show here and there and uh, or, or submit for publication – um, but the poetry, when you talk about when you mention project, I, I need to work on that full length book. Uh, time is running short. I, I turned seventy two. Well, I'll be seventy three now this year. Seems like I just turned seventy two. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. Well, thank you. I enjoyed it. <laughs>